The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Creator's Spotlight, the interview portion of the Spotlight here on Fightful. I, as always, am Stephen Jensen with Jeremy Lambert. And today, we have a special guest, a guy who's making a lot of waves on the independent wrestling scene, a champion across multiple promotions, the prize, the Northeast Beast, Alec Price. Welcome to the show, Alec. How are you doing, man? What's good, geez? How you doing? Doing great, doing great. Oh, yeah. Hey, we, appreciate, we appreciate you joining us. I'm like, you're showing off the gold yeah. already. You got the Interstate Championship. Know? Right there. <laughs> yeah, the sub one's over there, but that one's trash. So I don't want to show it off. You feel me? Okay, so we're oh, here we go. We got so, okay, I was waiting. immediately. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was, I, I, that's actually the reason I, <laughs> I entered it the way that I did. So I see the title belt you got right there. You got the ESW title belt proudly presented. Okay. Yeah. I currently live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I spent about ten years prior to that, um, in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, I am a day one supporter yeah. of Southern Underground Pro. So you are the Subgraps Bonestorm champion. Um, that was one of the first things I wanted to talk to you about because you absolutely destroyed that championship belt. And as a fan of that company, I couldn't believe what I was watching when you were doing that. Why? It was a trash <laughs> belt. It was a trash you know, belt. Like the thing at the time, bro, I gotta be real. Like when I when like I thought like the sub belt, right? I thought the tag championships were the sub belt. Yeah, because nice I only belt. seen Koo or Dom with it separately, so I thought, okay, that's that's the sub belt. So when like I heard I had the match, I was like, yo, I'm about to have this dope purple title with gold. It's about to be lit. It's about to be. And then they pulled up with that E Lucha, like FanDuel Championship. Like what? <laughs> what is that? And then like it wasn't even like I would have taken it if it was like brand new, right? Because like I, I, you know what I mean? I get it. Maybe belts are expensive. You can't find a belt maker. But then it's got tape on it, and it's tape holding it together. And it's like, what yeah. have you guys been doing to this championship? Like, what the hell? You look. If you looked at the Limitless Championship, it was pure gold. It was money. You know what I mean? Like the guy yeah. that made the AEW Championship made the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it. Really yeah. No, okay. So, so Jensen, are, you just hey, got shut down right hey, there. Hey, listen, listen. This is why I ask these questions. This is, that's actually a pretty legitimate, you know, answer. <laughs> I, I don't love the answer because I'm a big fan of stuff. And I've, once again, I support the product. You are our champion. I'm going to say our champion because they're one of my favorite promotions, you know, on the on the independent scene, especially in the Southeast. Now, for yeah. those of you who don't know what we're talking about by chance, Alec is the Bonestorm champion. Um, He has absolutely destroyed the physical title belt. And he was the main, um, we'll call you antagonist throughout um, 
throughout the uh pretty much the entire last year when it comes to um coming into the southeast and we had you know southeast first of course that whole series what was what was that experience like as to start off um being you know representing uh you know the northeast in the southeast but being a southeast champion uh you know along the way um i felt like i needed to do that at that point you know what i mean like the Southeast was making their claim and they were trying to, you know what I mean? Extort the Northeast territories heritage and our history. Like if you look at us, we produce the best wrestlers in the world. Hands down. Eddie Edwards, Biff Busick, uh, Dango, uh, who else? Kazarian, um, uh, Damian Sandow, Sasha Banks, Kofi Kingston, Carmelo Hayes, the list goes on and on and on. We have that reputation of producing product, and producing the best wrestlers in the world. Me, myself, I'm trying to get up there. It may take a little bit, but I'm trying to get up there. You know what I mean? Just like them. But they're just trying to use our name to rebuild their territory. And, like, it's no disrespect to Sup. I love Sup. I've always watched Sup, and I've always watched the product. I care about the product. But that's my problem. I care about the product. I want the product to be better, but when I go there as a Northeast person representing a Southeast company, and then I look at all my challenges in the companies, I don't look at anything that really scares me. There's nothing that makes me go, ooh, that person right there. Ooh, that person right there. All I see is local yokels that ain't on my level, and it's no disrespect to anybody in the territory, but it is. Because I'm the Northeast beast. I'm the best. I'm the busted killer. It's it's kind of it's ironic that Jaden Newman took all that time to get that belt, and I took it in his first title defense. AC wanted to run his mouth, you know what I mean? AC got lucky because Becca entered, like, Becca Becca cost me the championship, and now they still won't give me another shot. I'm calling out NWTV right now. Fightful, you got the exclusive. What are you doing? Where is my IWTV championship shot? This is some bullshit. I wasn't even in the scramble or the, or the six-way or whatever match that freaking gauntlet was. Why wasn't I? Why wasn't I the first person in there? Why are they? Why are they afraid to put the belt on me? I think I think they're like I don't know what I don't know what it is. I really don't know what I have to do. You feel me? Because I've already proven that IWTV wouldn't be anything without Alec Price. I've been working four times a week. Five. I've been wrestling five times a week. Last week, two weeks ago, I wrestled ten, uh, ten matches. A week after that, I had a 60-minute Ironman match and then flew to California to have, you know what I mean, to do West Coast Pro and then flew back to do uh, NEW and then did the same thing the next week. And I got the same thing this week. The only reason why they've been surviving in the pandemic right now is because of me. But they're afraid to put that belt on me. Sup gave me the opportunity, and I think that's what shook them. It's because they realize once I get that belt, it's mine, and they're never going to be able to get it back. So if I'm signed, that's going with me in my suitcase up to the big leagues. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, I can't even dispute the. I can't dispute anything you're saying. I mean, you it's are. Facts. Yeah, no, I mean, this, this is very Jesse, legitimate. He destroyed fact. your entire territory. Well, he no, did. Like, listen, no, listen, listen. I, I, I want. I like what I'm hearing because I think it's coming from a place of honesty and Al can back it up. I mean, the, the guy's phenomenal in the ring. He's I phenomenal on the mic. 49 I... matches recorded by cage match. And that's not even the full statistic because they're missing out about the 10 matches. So I really wrestled 159 matches last year. I'm still up right now. I think I'm up like 14 or 17 matches as of like this, as of like the new year. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I believe it. And you know, yeah, I mean, I, the, I I can't say I didn't expect 
that type of answer, but like you kind of blew it out of the water as far as like what I was expecting. Um, you know, and also just to, one other question, piggybacking off that, and I'll let Jeremy go because I know he's got plenty of questions as well. But um, on the Southeast topic, um, outside of maybe the fan base or feeling that you were maybe wrestling people, maybe that, you know, you were kind of wasting your time with maybe a little bit. Did you enjoy, you know, your experience in like, uh, like in the basement East in Nashville, like the venue itself or like the city? Did you, did you enjoy the Southeast at all? Or is it mainly just like, you kind of feel like, you know, you're kind of wasting your time with, with what you're kind of having to do here in the Southeast kind of, kind of, I don't, we're, we're kind of riding the coattails in the Northeast according to you. Nah, like, I like, so like the thing is, I love the Southeast. I love Tennessee. I love going down there. It's beautiful. They got good food. You know what I mean? Pretty looking things. So it's like I can't I can't hate on the Southeast. It wasn't like I felt like I was wasting my time down there. I just felt like me being down there wasn't gonna help anybody because no one really gave a fuck. You know I what see. I mean? I don't I mean see. to swear, but like no one really no, you can cared. say whatever you want. No, no, it's fine. Um, you know what I mean? But like no, it just seemed like I was I was the invader to mm-hmm. everyone, but I was really the savior. Because the Southeast had more light on it because of Uncharted Territory, which is a northern product. True. When I was on Uncharted Territory, it had more views. What are you talking? You know what I mean? Like Yeah. And it's and I I love the Southeast, but at the same exact time, step your game up. If you're gonna come out the Kings, you got you gotta come correct. Because hey. we we hit we 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 hitting home runs over here. We throwing touchdown Hail Mary passes. You feel me? If 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 Sup provided you a better title belt like a like a physical championship belt that that you felt was more worthy would you have a little bit different feelings or does it at this point does it not matter what title belt they give you because I, I know you said the previous one you you just you didn't like aesthetically and that was a part of the reason why you destroyed it yeah it was aesthetically and it was just like that was the old sub i represent yeah. the new sub when i took True. that belt i took over the company because you there's, there's a different pedigree you want to step up to me you got to step up to me either go in the tag division or like suffer because there's no one really stepping up. And I've beaten everyone that has stepped up for the Southern Championship. I even defended in the Northeast, too. Yep. Then they were saying I wasn't coming down south. I came down south and defended it. And what happened? I kept it every time. Yep. Defended it over Garini in the basement east. That's a huge win. Yeah. That's a huge I win because Garini sure. was the longest reigning Southern Underground champion. Yep. I think I'm going up there. I think I may be longest reigning soon. I don't even know. You know what I mean? I think Brett Eisen held it longer, but I know what you mean. I, I get I get the point. We, I get the point. Can, I'll check the statistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get, I, 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 I understand the point. I, I absolutely understand. Jeremy, sorry. Go ahead, man. I I, no, I, need, to get, I, I need to get all the Southeast uh, stuff. Because, <laughs> dude, because you represent my, like, I, I call something my company because I, you know, I'm so linked to it. Going but, to like, shows, I, I so. represent it with pride, but there's also, like, they got to earn that, they got to earn that respect. You know what I mean? Like, sure. They just got to. It's fair. I I love this. This is fantastic. Because Jensen, you are I know how hardcore you are with that scene. So Alec yeah. coming in here and just he he's stomping that shit flaccid right now. He's destroying it. Uh, yeah. Listen, you know, it, it I, I think Alex making some really good points. I do. Um I'm obviously I can defend my guys as well, but like yeah. I feel like this isn't the kind of platform where I need to do that. I want Alex, I want Alex I want Alex it's hard to say because your name is Alec, but I'm trying to say Alex is point of he's gonna come kick so, you in the head jensen get his name right well i have it right it's the plural of alec <laughs> the plural of alec is alex i think so yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. i think so i think so i don't know but anyway yeah, Jeremy, people ahead. just usually call me by my last name 
and it's like it, I don't know. It's just always been a thing <laughs> for some reason. I don't know if it's an easty thing or just they look and be like, "Yo, Bryce, but it's good." There you go, Jeremy. Ask a question, man. I feel like I'm taking <laughs> up all the time. Uh, I do want to ask you about your, your weekend to start this year, and you mentioned it, and Cage Bash might not have recorded everything, but they did record that. So on Thursday night, you do an Ironman match with Channing Thomas, and yep. then you fly across the country to face Titus Alexander, and then you fly pretty much back across the country to do GCW. And you hear about the older generation talk about like territory days and i'm driving from this territory to this territory you're getting on a plane and going cross country and doing yeah. these matches which is very old school territory stuff like what goes into taking these bookings and being like i can do this i can make this and it's all going to be good and i'm going to steal the show every single time well like the thing about me is when i step in that ring i don't like to produce stuff that i know i can't produce you know what i mean like I know that I can produce top quality wrestling and I know that I can still get better with my product, but I also know that I can have bangers. And why do I want to go in there if I can't have a banger? Like to me, that's just like, there's no reason for me to be in the ring. If I can't have a banger, I know what I can do. So to lesser myself, it's just like, it's, that's not an Alec Price match. It's not Alec Price. You know what I mean? I'm at 10 every day. And like, you know what I mean? Like I grew up old school, like getting into the business. My trainers broke me in old school. You know what I mean? Bo Douglas and Benny Jooks at the bell time club. Kowalski train of lineage. I got that bloodline. So like when I was brought up first year and a half of my career, I went on the road with big time wrestling up and down the East coast. And like, not really anybody knew me in my territory because I did this, but the bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at bet MGM, simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Only time that I would really get that chance, like, would get in the ring before the shows. I would get there early, help out with everything, knowing I'm not going to get a spot on the show, knowing I'm not going to get paid. But, like, my trainer told me this is either going to make you love wrestling or make you want to quit after this trip. Because this is wrestling. Like, at the end of the day, I feel like it's just something you have to do. I heard all my people, like, when they started, like, blowing up, like, Masha and all them. Yo, bro, I'm tired. I just went from freaking Jersey to LA, then to Portland, then to Maine. And I'm like, damn, dog, like, really? You know what I mean? 
And then all of a sudden I'm doing five times in a weekend where I'm going flying to Bama and then coming back up and then flying to Chicago or like flying to Indiana and then driving to Chicago the same day to wrestle for GCW. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it comes with the territory. If you really want to be like one of the top people and you want to like produce your shit, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta put in that grind. You gotta put in that hustle. You know, it's just, it's just, it comes with the territory. Um, is there, um, is there added pressure or like, I guess kind of what your feelings, uh, how do you feel kind of like mentally, I guess, um, because you're gaining all of, big reputation right now like when when people know that al christ is on the show they're expecting you know really really good matches and how, how's that been just knowing your name's been a lot a lot more out there lately and there's really high expectations when people come to watch you um i'm not gonna lie i just uh i, I like it i like the pressure I, I perform better under pressure um i don't get comfortable so it keeps me on my toes you know what i mean because when i get cocky i lose my sight and i lose my mind um this is all i wanted from wrestling like i want to be signed you know what i mean but i'm glad that i'm getting the recognition for a kid that wasn't supposed to make it out of anybody in the territory i wasn't supposed to do any of this and i've changed the whole territory and the whole game um i mean it still gets me like i have anxiety attacks before every match before every matches but like i think that's just because i care if you don't really care about something you know you, you know what i mean you, like I really give a fuck about this. Like, if you look at Jordan Oliver, my boy Jordan Oliver, you know what I mean? He does the same thing. You know what I mean? He'll have a quick anxiety attack and then go out there and wrestle. But, like, that's just because we care so much about our about our product and about what we're producing and, like, how the fans see us and everything. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many variables that go into wrestling that you either just got to be able to, like, keep calm and cool under pressure or crack and get the hell out. How much did the pandemic like kind of shape you as a wrestler? Because Limitless was one of the few that was running during that time. You were very active for Limitless, and it's kind of like a, a home promotion. I know you got uh, wrestling this weekend, Desmond Cole, uh, Limitless, hard to handle. Uh, like, but how much did that like kind of shape you as a wrestler? Um, I it's it's wild because like the pandemic was like something where like I didn't think I was ever going to be wrestling again. Hmm. And then when Limitless came up with the idea, it was like, holy crap, I could be able to, you know what I mean? Like, I could finally be able to wrestle, but I don't know, like, it, it helped me a lot because I figured out really, like, who I was as a wrestler and who Alec Price or Alec Parnell was, you know what I mean? Like, during that pandemic, I grew a lot as a man and as a performer, um, where I was able to face like Ace Romero and have matches where like I sat there in the middle of the ring and was like, I get it. You know what I mean? Or like be able to like understand that there's no crowd right now. So there's cameras. All right. Where are the cameras? Like I, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I'm not saying that I wouldn't be a top star. I'm just saying that it would have took a little bit longer than it did. Because, like, I was putting on, and I, I found myself during the Limitless uh, road tapings. And then when wrestling came back and people were bringing people in, I started to make my moves again. Like, especially, like, in New Jersey, like, that's what helped, too, is because everyone seen me on the pandemic and on IWTV. And then I started getting books in, bookings in, like, New Jersey where I haven't been yet. And then all of a sudden I got booked on uh, JCW and then GCW. So, like, yeah, I feel like I would be, like, not where I'm at now, but a little bit under, you know what I mean? Like still fighting to get up or still fighting to 
start getting my name out there. How's the experience been like in both GCW and JCW? Because uh, in GCW, I know you've been getting your feet wet and having some bangers there, but like JCW, it looks like they're already like they recognize and like they're. It looks like you're getting some some stuff really really uh, cooking with JCW right now, coming off of the uh, the Battle Bowl win and everything. Yeah, hold up. Let me get my Battle Bowl. Right here. My battle <laughs> right here. Hold up, hold up. Let me let me, let me just put that on. Let me get that looking nice. Hold up. Let me get that. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, camera. A little bit. There you go. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Bang it, but like, I love working for JCW and GCW. You know what I mean? Like, if they're the top dogs right now, um, not throwing shade on everybody else. I love all the companies I work for, especially my homes, like Beyond and Limitless. But right now, they're producing product um, up there, like how PWG did back, PWG did back in the day. PWG. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, PWG back in the day. Um, so like, um, I'm just grateful to be on, you know, to be beyond the road with them and get to work with the shows and see all my friends on the road and get to have banger matches. It's fire. Uh, JCW was lit. Uh, Orange Crush is the man. He kind of really like, at first was like, dude, I want to book you on my shows and kept booking me on JCW. And all of a sudden it was like, all right, now I'm on G. You know what I mean? And then the then WrestleMania weekend happened. Then I was like, all right, now I'm moving. I'm moving. And then I got on AC, and then I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm going. And then I was like, then I'm traveling. I'm like, okay, let's go. You know what I mean? Like the whole that's how it happens. And it, it it's been a great experience. GCW just announced announced their dates for the collective. You mentioned WrestleMania kind of weekend. They just announced all the dates for the collective. Is there any show, any opponent? That's where a lot of dream matches, a lot of big matches happen. Do you have your eye on like? I'm, I'm going to make something happen on this show against this opponent. And back in back question, do you have a, a an amount of matches you'd like to work during the collective, like a number of matches you want to, you want to work? Um, I'm down to work as many matches as I possibly can at the collective. I'm going to be there all three days. So why not? You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, like the thing with like dream matches and stuff, I have dream matches, but like I have so many favorite wrestlers where it's like, I just want to wrestle everybody. I kind of just like, I, as long as I get the chance to be, get my feet rubbed with everybody and kind of learn the flavors of ice cream and get better as a performer. That's all I really want. Like, you know what I mean? Like I faced Alex Shelley. That was my dream match. I faced Eddie Edwards. Um, maybe I faced at Mike Bailey and like, that wasn't even one that was at first my dream match until I realized who Mike Bailey was and was like, yo, this dude, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I faced Jordo. I faced Tankman. Me and Akira squared off. I faced Chris Bay. Who else could I face? I mean, you faced you know everybody, man. Bring the world. I'm down. Let's go. Bring the world. Everybody. I want every show. I'm calling on every show now early. Book me so I can face your world. Book me against your champions. I'll take your title. It'll be lit. We'll do a little partnership. You know what I mean? It's all, you know what I mean? Give me everybody. I want everybody. Who who are some of your your favorites like as like a fan kind of like growing up? I'm well, I'm assuming you're a wrestling fan growing up. I don't know that for sure, but yeah. if you can confirm that you were, and then kind of your you mentioned some like your favorites that you you know you've been able to wrestle or that you'd like to wrestle, you know nowadays. But um, who are some some favorites that um, you know as a kid as a fan? Oh, um, AJ Styles, um, AJ Styles, uh. Rey Mysterio, Evan Bourne, Jeff Hardy, um, William Regal, Jake the Snake, 
uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and who else? Who else? Who else? Yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, I like Christian too when he was in T. Like, cause I like I didn't know Christian was in WWE at that point. I wasn't watching wrestling. Like, you know what I mean? And then I like watched TNA and I was like, yo, who's this dog? Christian Cage. And then I seen him going to the E and then I was like, yo, this is my dog, bro. Cause the kill switch was fire back in the day. So yeah, that's, that's my favorites back in the day. That's interesting. So were you, you were familiar, just so I'm clear, you were familiar with like TNA before you yeah. got into WWE? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, well, I mean, well, you I don't knew, hear that like, very I often. I WWE from like my Nana, but like I was more interested in TNA than WWE where like, I watched WWE once in a blue moon. I'm like, this is dope, this is dope. And then I found TNA and I was like, I'm on this. You know what I mean? Because it was just different. It's like when like Lucha Underground came out and I started watching Lucha Underground. I'm like, yo, this is fire. You know what I mean? Because it was just a whole different like flavor to it. So, uh, but I was a big TNA person. Like X Division, like I'm an X Division baby. I was more yeah. watching more TNA than I was I was watching WWE back in the day. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, I, I, that OG X division, uh, like, uh, Amazing Red is like who really caught my eye, got me like into independent wrestling. Um, yeah, he's one of the guys I really credit. Um, and like, you know, RIP Don West, we've been talking about him a lot lately. One of my favorite, you know, commentators in the history of wrestling and one of the best salesmen ever on like late night, you know, infomercials and stuff. So that's cool to know. We don't talk to that many people that were like TNA fans over WWE fans, like, you know, before they really. Uh, that that's it's interesting to me. I really like hearing that, and, I, and I'm with you too because like the in ring product those days, TNA, I think was just killing it. Beyond. It was yeah. indie wrestling on TV, and then they had the they had the the six sided ring, and it was like that ring was so unique. It's like it made me want to wrestle in that ring because I was like I like the square ring, but that ring looks like you could do so many cool stuff off of it, like low key hitting the key crusher off the top or Samoa Joe just missing a dot. Like it was so cool, and there was so many factors that like. You just looked at it like, wow, how are these guys doing this? Even like the old TNA championships, like uh, like the old tag team championships, beer money back in the day. Oh, yeah. Lit. You feel me? Motor City Machine Guns, the Wolves. Um, even when the Hardy Boys came back, freaking Robbie E and um, Jesse Jesse Rogers, when they were like, they were, uh, I forgot what their names was. They, they were with um, the Bromans. Yeah, yeah, the oh, Bromans. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. there were so many good tag teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I, I love to hear that. Even the knockouts, I, bro. The knockouts were fire too. People don't credit them enough. They were like kind of the the original like like Dude, Gail uh, Kim women's... was one of my favorites. Out yeah, of any oh, of them. the Gail Kim versus Awesome Kong matches like that that I think put women's wrestling on like a new level with like the fan perspective. Um, Yo, it was it was fire, bro. You know what I mean? Like it was just different because you looked at them like wow, bro. These are like they actually have adult matches like they're not just being used as like a symbol you know what i mean like they're actually letting them go out there and do the stuff the same things that they're letting the guys do not because they're like oh we're just gonna have like diva matches no let's have wrestling matches you know what i mean it's fire 
it's like what women's wrestling is really, you know what I mean? Like what women's wrestling really is. That's what it is. Like it's workers going at it. It's the same thing as like wrestling is wrestling. It doesn't matter what you are, or who you are at the end of the day, it's wrestling. You, you faced Alex Shelley. Uh, like what did that match mean to you as a TNA fan and watching him growing up? It was wild, bro. Um, because you don't realize how good he is. And like, you know what I mean? Like I'm right now I'm blowing up, but I'm right here. Alex Shelley's right here. You feel me? So like, I like when I'm able to face somebody that's better with me and I can just sit under the learning tree and just like, you know, he's, he's a cool dude. I love, you know, I love Alex Shelley. He popped through. I had attack on Titan sweatpants on. He was like, yo, you on Titan? we started chatting up about it. Like the whole story and everything. Like, He's a good dude. We had a banger match. Like I almost cried out. Like it was, it was lit. It was like with Eddie Edwards matches. Just meant something because I felt like it was full circle. Here I was a kid thinking I would never face these guys, and when I grow older, I never think I was gonna be a wrestler or something like that. And then all of a sudden, I'm wrestling these guys. You know what I mean? Like I'm facing the people that I watched and I cared about, and I freaking like meant like took all their moves and did it and did it on my bed with my brother or with the sock monkey because I was a reckless little kid that had ADHD. You know what I mean? Like they said, don't do it at home. I was doing it at home. I didn't care about <laughs> don't tell me what to do. It was like jackass. Don't tell me what to do. Like that's the number one thing. You tell somebody not to do something, they're going to do something. You know what I mean? Um, okay. So I don't mean to, to, drag this to to a halt um jay briscoe just passed away wait uh, what what yes um it's like just now yeah yeah tony yeah. khan just tweeted it wow all right wow. bro jay briscoe was the man dog so i i apologize for bringing oh no no, no thanks, thanks for letting us i wish them yeah. well That's yeah horrible. oh my goodness i'm reading tony khan's tweet right now Wow, that's, that's did horrible. not expect that. Any Jay Briscoe memories that you want to throw out there? I mean, one of the best tag teams of all time, in my opinion, him and Mark. Oh my God, bro! They were just, they were just like, they were them boys. You know what I mean? Like, they like. I remember at a show, he was just the nicest dude. I never met him in my life, and he would just come up and be like, "Hey, boy, how you doing?" You know what I mean? Like, he was, he was a real. They were both nice people, like genuine, like real people. Like, that's what I can say. Like, I'm not going to say I had, like, I hung out with them like that. I never did. Like, I seen them at shows, but they were genuinely really good, like, good people and real people. Like, that's how I took off, like, they're good people. I like Jay Briscoe. He's the man. Especially him. All the stuff they did at GCW was fire. Yes. Like, they didn't care. Or, like, um, main event, bro. Like, that their match with main event at uh, eight, at Hog was amazing was freaking fantastic like it was wild it was dope so like r.i.p like that like r.i.p and all condolences to his family they're they're always gonna be to me anyway like the most underrated tag team of all time because they never went to a big promotion but like consistency they've been doing this for like two decades like consistency night in night out like you're not gonna find a better tag team than the briscoes yeah i don't i don't i don't know if they're like underrated i just feel like they're in a category of their own that's yeah. very fair that's yeah. fair for sure because you got two stars like usually in a tag team you have one star and you know what i mean some people joke around and say one genetti you know what i mean 
it's 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 not like I'm like, oh, disrespect to Mario Gennetti. Mario Gennetti's the dog. You know what I mean? But that's just how some people put it. So you have one really good person and then somebody that they put with them because they look alike and that you know they can that person can help the other person. But like they were two stars. It was like the Wu Tang Clan. People looked at the Wu Tang Clan like, yo, you got nine dudes and they're all stars. Now you got two dudes in a tag team that could are a hundred percent good workers can work any singles match they want. But they're brothers and they love wrestling together and they have a crazy tag team that's so unorthodox that it just works so good. You know what I mean? So. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah apologies. I did just trying to, to process this and, and get. No, I don't think it would be good to apologize. Bro. You didn't yeah. do anything wrong. No, absolutely. Um, well, I'll, I mean, kind of just back back to Alec. You know, some other questions that I have. Um, unless Jeremy, did you have anything else that you wanted? No, to say? no. no. Just that obviously that threw us off. That we we didn't expect that to be happening. Yeah, that was um, that's horrible. Um, but um, uh, the surprise kick. You know, I, I'm curious. Well, why why did you choose that move? I think it looks very impressive. I've seen you know Miko Sadamura hit a version of it for a long time, and I think yours looks more impressive than, than others that I see do that move. So um. Um, why, why that move and kind of, how do you, how do you perfect it? Um, so one day when I was, uh, when I was like just starting to train my aunt, you know, she works for the commuter rail and her train would go right through Wakefield station, which was like 10 minutes from bell time. So I'd always get there like a couple hours early. So the minute they open up a door is like an hour or two before class, I would be in the ring, you know, messing around and doing all the extra stuff. And, um, I, my one of the trainees one of my boy was like hey bro you should do this kick i seen it in the in tekken it's in the video game it's you just you step off the knee kick him in the back of the head and i was like what so i tried it and at first like i landed like on my feet after kicking the person and it was like it was dope but it just looked a little awkward you know what i mean or it didn't really look so effective and then one day like I was like, all right, I'm going to use this as my finish. But then when I tried to give it to other people, people weren't, like, taking it well. They wasn't giving me a good base. Or, like, um, people would put their head down when I told them not to, and I ended up needing somebody in the face once. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do it. And then um, Limitless happened. And, like, I was like, I want to do something. Like, I got to pull out my dope moves that I don't hit on anybody because I haven't, I didn't trust people at that point to take them because they were just, like, I'm taller than a lot of people. So I need, like, bigger guys to, like, you know what I mean? Like, to do, like, the, the tilt-the-world headlock driver or stuff like that. Um, and I remember, like, I freaking hit it on my boy in class. And instead of, like, hitting hitting the kick and, like, landing it on my feet, I just fell to the side. And my boy, my bo- my uh, my trainer, Bo, was like, do that again. That was fire. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And I did it again. He goes, bro. Dude, that looked great. Like it looks like you can do that. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I did it all nimbleless, <laughs> and I popped it out, and people were like, "Holy crap, what is this?" You know what I mean? So that's just yeah. how that's like the little story of getting it. Like at first, I was trying to figure out my finish, and I couldn't really figure it out. And then I was gonna use the blockbuster, but then I cracked the surprise, and it looked so dope. I'm like, I gotta do this. Like, yeah. who else is doing this? No, that's yeah. I, I think it looks great, and it is unique. Um, and also, um, speaking of, of unique, yeah, I I really enjoyed your match recently for the West Coast Pro Championship against Titus Alexander. Um, mm-hmm. another guy we've had on the show before, a great guy, another young guy in his early twenties, just killing it out out on the West Coast. And uh, I thought that was really creative finish for that match where uh, he counted the surprise kick right into the sweet time driver like midair. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought that was really well done. Uh, I know he took the L in that one, but that was a great match. And you guys are both like the future of wrestling, so. 
Oh, I appreciate it. You know, sometimes you got to take an L in a match, but I appreciate that. That's really all I care about is if it was a fire match or not. Sometimes you take an L in life, but all you got to do is kick out and keep going. You feel me? Yeah, the match, the match with Titus, that was actually our, our indie spotlight last week. Uh, yeah. we, we were both talking about it and wanted to put it over because, again, I, I think you were in for – you've already started 2023 off very hot, and then I think it's only going to get better from here. And Titus is a guy that I think everybody should be keeping their eye on as well um yeah no titus is nasty like yeah. nasty he's fire <laughs> uh all right i'm gonna i'm gonna close out with, with this and you've already shown off a lot of cool things in your room you, you've shown off the title belt you've shown off the the championship ring but what is the coolest thing in your room um all right we'll wait for you go get it This is probably the coolest thing in my room. It's the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Legacy Megazord <laughs> from the movie. So we we were we were talking off air oh, about up, this. Hold stuff. up, hold up. So, <laughs> Jensen, I I didn't know if he was gonna go after Power Ranger stuff, but we were talking off air about. Power Rangers. Let's go. Let's go. Dude, let's go, dude. Yes, I love it. Did, did you but, see they just they just announced the the big uh movies coming out on Netflix? Yup. Yeah. Dog, this I love this because like I always tried to I always watched the movie, you know what I mean? And I liked like it was a different kind of style for Zords that they had, especially with the frog zord. Like I never seen a frog zord like that, especially become the whole legs and like it was just different. So I always liked it, and I seen it, and I always wanted it. And then all of a sudden, like, I was able to find it and, like, just been in my room chilling. You feel me? Like, and I'm just like, my niece will come over and be like, what's that? And like, don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> don't. You t- I, I love you, Yaya. I'll give you one of my toys, and you can play with that, and that's yours. Do not touch that. You feel me? But, yeah, this is because I just never thought I would have this, and now I got it. Like, it's fire. Dude, but I got the other one too. I got the lightning edition. I want to get the uh, what is it called? The other Zord, the other uh, the Dragon Zord. But that's kind of like yeah. money. I want to get the white. I definitely want to get the White Hawk, uh, the White Falcon Zord, and then the yeah. next will be like the Thunder Zords because I, I want to just complete the whole first edition of it, and then I'll, I'll stop buying Mega Zords after that. Dude, I absolutely respect i see we might not agree on some of the things you said about the southeast <laughs> at the beginning of this show but yeah. one thing that we can definitely agree on is you know our, our power rangers you know if you grew up on power rangers like you are gonna have a special a special place in your heart uh for for fans of power rangers and who's your favorite power ranger of all time if you don't mind me asking oh that's a good one um i'm not gonna lie i always like the uh the time force quantum ranger Okay. Do you have an original favorite, like from like the Mighty Morphin days? From the Mighty Morphin days? All right. All right. Uh, I just like the, the Time Force Ranger because the aesthetic and the, 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 the Zord. The Zord was fire. Okay. Um, from the original Mighty Morphin days, it had to be uh, it had to be the Red Ranger. I was always a Red Ranger fan. The original one. You know what True. I mean? Before Austin Shane John. Jason. Yeah, before yeah. they made him second in command. And I was just like, why did you do that to the Red Ranger? You propped us up forever being like, this is the str-. And then all of a sudden, Tommy came in, and I love Tommy. Tommy's the man. 
You know what I mean? I always loved the Dragon Zord. That's the freaking that's the best looking costume that you had at that point. But Jesus dog, you know what I mean? Like I was like, dog, they just like they just like yo, sit right here. Let me just let this man take over the franchise. I'm sorry we popped you up, but like this is how it goes. It's a show business, kid. You know what I mean? Like it was it was messed up how they did him like that. Well, and to be fair, I'm pretty sure that like that the actor Austin St. John who played Jason, I think he felt the same way because there was like a long beef between himself and Jason David Frank. Um, and I think it was a lot ha- had to do with that. Uh, exactly what you're talking about. Little homie, though. Like, bro, you were the evil ranger. How are you leading us? How are you leading our team right now? Like, we just bought you like a couple episodes ago. Yeah, you're you know working I mean? for Rita like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're leading our team. Yeah. Is it because you got your own Megazord? That's not fair. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man, you know, I, I was always a fan of too. That um, I will actually get one of these Megazords one day. The Lost Galaxy. Okay. Well, so you're Lost really so where um, I mean you're in deep. Like how how many like see like are you are you still currently follow like what they're doing now or is it like is there like a cutoff point where like you your fandom kind of drops off for Power Rangers? Yeah, like um. I think, like, the last real one I paid attention to, like, fully invested was, uh, I know, like, SPD, I watched RPM, um, I didn't watch, like, I watched a little bit of Samurai, but I fell off the Samurai, and after Samurai, really kind of just, like, downhill, you know what I mean? Um, like, from, like, Wild Force, when I really could, like, I watched Mighty Morphin after, like, I knew of Mighty Morphin, but, like, when I was, well, I was born 98. So, sure. like, when I really kind of, like, started getting toys and watching Rangers, it was around, like, 2000, 2001, maybe 2002. So, like, that's when, you know what I mean? Like, they just started doing, like, Mighty Morphin and shit, like, uh, Wild Force and shit like that. So, like, that's when I kind of started getting into it and stuff. That makes sense. I, I was Ninja born in Storm. Yeah, for sure. Me, me and Jeremy were both born in 88, so we're, you know, 10 years older than you. So, we, we grew up, like, as Mighty Morphin was airing as kids. So, that was, like... You know, that was yeah. huge for us, obviously. But, um, like, I always knew of Mighty Morphin. They always played it. But, like, I grew up on, like, Wild Force and the Ninja Storm and then, like, you know what I mean? Like, SPD and Mystic Force and all that good stuff. Uh, Time Force. I watched Time Force, too. But that was, like, after the fact because they had the same thing where, like, they were leading up to the Ranger duo episode where they take both seasons of the Rangers and put them together. And it was right. the Wild Force season. So they were kind of playing wild uh, time force all the time to let people know, hey, this was the last season of Rangers. So you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Last question I got for you because I don't think that this can be taught now that we've got to talking about Power Rangers. We spent all this, all the time, w- wasted all this time talking about your professional wrestling career. We yeah, we could have been talking Rangers about Power Rangers. Um, um, are you, you know fr- I mean? are you familiar with Wrestle Ranger on the Indies? Have you ever seen that guy? No, I don't think I have. There's a dude out there. I haven't seen him in a while, but there's a dude out there on the indies who dresses as a Power Ranger and like they'll play like the Mighty Morphin theme song during his matches. He's like very, he's hardly anyone knows about this guy, but every now and then Wrestle Ranger will appear on like my timeline or on YouTube or something. And uh, it kind of feels like you need to either team with this guy or beat him up. I can't, you know, one or the other. Yo, it's got, I think I may have a team with him. I want to be a ranger. <laughs> there you go. Where's, where's, where's the Morphus at? I'm down. What's my sword? You feel me? What color, what color suit are you wearing? Oh, I mean, like... 
I don't know. I'll, I'll, I could be like, I, I'll take a, I'll take a red. I could take a, I could take a green. I even take a pink. You know what I mean? I'll be a dope pink ranger. Yeah. I like the color pink. Neon pink's fire. Um, shit, I'll take red. <laughs> I mean, if he, what, what color is he? Um, the wrestle ranger. Um, I've seen him. I think he mainly uh reps Tommy Oliver colors. So I think he's mainly in the white or the green. Give me so. that. I'll take red. <laughs> Yes. We got to get this team together. Uh, Alec, we appreciate it. Um, you doing this tonight. And I do want to give you a chance to, to talk about limitless hard to handle this Saturday, June 21st, you're taking on Desmond Cole. Uh, what do you, what do you know about Desmond Cole and what can fans expect from this match? What I know about Desmond Cole is he's definitely on the rise right now. Uh, Desmond Cole is not one to take lightly. I've watched him before. He's very athletic. He moves very well. He's got the capo background, so you got to watch out. You know what I mean? The capo wear background. Um, it's just, bro, at the vacation land cup, he got a little froggy. He wanted to talk that smack. I was putting him over on commentary. If you watch his match back, you only hear nice things come out of my mouth. The only bad thing I say is he just needed to keep his head in the game because the VLC is no joke. You know what I mean? The VLC is one of the top, like, one of, if not the top tournament in the Northeast right now in the Indies. And I've been in that position where I've let, I've gotten to the next round. You know what I mean? And I was just like, he just doesn't need, and then he, he wants to talk smack like I'm the problem. Like, he's focusing on me during the match when he could be focusing on his opponent. So I'm going to have to teach him a lesson. Because the thing about Limitless, I love Limitless to death. It's my home. But I just feel like since I've been gone, the kids have been, the, the inmates have been running the asylum. The kids have been running around, destroying shit, wrecking stuff. All the stuff that I've done to build up Limitless. All the stuff that I've done to make that company a premier company. To raise that world championship up was for nothing. What happened to Limitless? I can't go out and make my own name and come back to a company because what? You guys can't do, what? You guys can't hang? The kids have been running amok putting their shoes on my couch, destroying all my knickknacks, going in my cat. I'm sick of it. Daddy's home, and I'm handing out beatings. I'm done. Limitless was up because of me. Now I'm going to have to teach these kids how to work and teach these people who the Prize City OG and what Limitless Wrestling actually is. I went, I went away from me. And it hurts me to come back to what happened. You got a champion not producing bangers. You got nobody stepping up. Nobody's making a mock. I I I have to come back. And I don't want you know what I mean. Like I, I love Limitless. I'll come back anytime. But I shouldn't have to come back for you guys to survive. So let's go. Daddy's home. I'm handing out beans to every single one of them motherfuckers. I don't care who it is. I brought that company to prominence. I'm going to do the same thing until somebody stops me. Stop me. That's all I'm asking. Just stop me. Because if I got, I'm going to be John Cena for a second, if, you know what I mean? I ain't going to pair myself to a legend. But, brother, I'm here. You're supposed to be doing my job. You ain't doing my job. So I got to come back. That's it. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm just spending some yeah. knowledge on FIFA. You guys get first edition, <laughs> first exclusive. Yeah. This hey, is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, you, you sold... <laughs> You sold me on the match right there. I'm sure many others are, are going to be tuning in as well just to see 
how just to see what happens when you return to Limitless. I just like and then like I think people are gonna I think people are gonna be happy that I'm back. But Desmond's got Desmond's got to learn a lesson, and I think anybody in the locker room's got to learn a lesson. I don't care if I got a target on my back. I never did it. I never will, and I never freaking I never bro. I don't care. Put a target on my back. I'll walk on my forehead. Says shoot me. I don't care. I'm do it. The locker room is my house. You know what I mean? And, and stop me. And no one's gonna stop me at Limitless. I did it for a whole year and a half, and I was and I wasn't even being cocky. I just was defending my turf and being a good champion, and defending the belt. But like now, it's now I'm gonna get cocky with it because I built this. You know what I mean? It hurts. But now it's time for me to come home. You feel me? There you go. Limitless, hard to handle. It is on Saturday, June 21st on IWTV. Ricky Morton against Channing Thomas. Desmond Cole. That is. Uh, Desmond Cole against Alec Price. Becca against Shanae Kai. And Big Beef against Andy Brown. The top matches on that. Everybody can check that out. You can use code FIGHTTALK on IWTV as well. Alec, let everyone know uh, where they can find you at, where they can support you at, all that good stuff. All right, so it's easy, it's simple, anybody can do it. First off, before I even tell you me, make sure you're following Fightful. Make sure you're going on the spotlight, you're watching this podcast. Obviously, you're watching it because you're a fan of the show. It may be because you're a fan of me, but now you found this, so make sure you subscribe, like you. everything you possibly can. I am the Prize City OG on Instagram and Twitter, same handle. Facebook, I got the Alec Price page. I got Alec Price as my Facebook uh, Snapchat's only for the woes. And um, go to my Pro Wrestling Tees and get some shirts. I got merch on me on deck. I'm about to get new fanny packs, new shirts. So uh, about to start a, I'm about to start cutting out promos on Twitter. Start a YouTube page. Maybe start doing some reviews, Prize City reviews. Maybe do a cooking show, figuring stuff out. But you know what I mean? Keep your eyes on the prize. That's it. Thank you guys hey. for having me. What, okay, what, us. now i have to ask like what 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 can you cook like what are you good at cooking? oh everything bro everything okay everything my mom so my when i was raised my mom taught like my mom believes that a real man can do everything you got to cook clean take care of the kids do the laundry then do all the extra stuff and do you know what i mean like that's what a real a real person does that's what an adult does in her eyes so like i can cook everything i can cook homemade pasta chicken cordon bleu I can cook fajitas. I can cook Spanish. I can cook Asian. I can cook anything, and you can name it. I'll cook it. There you go. I like I like your mom's philosophy. On oh, bro, that's a good, that's a good mom kitchen. right there, it, it, bro. That's how I get all the ladies. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, let me whip you up some pasta real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then they you answer the door wearing your title belt across your chest, and they're like, <laughs> yep, "Oh, just, I'm in." Yep, just, I'm sorry, I'm just cooking. You know, you get the steam helps clean it. <laughs> Alec, again, yeah. thank you. Thank you for joining us. Everyone, go follow him on social media. Go check out all of his matches. Again, if you haven't seen some of the, the stuff he's been doing, go check it out. Banger after banger after banger. After banger. There you go. Guys, thank you for, for tuning in, and we'll be right back here on the Spotlight.